Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Chris, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, what's the constitutional, major constitutional issue here? Oh, well, thanks for having me, sir. Really appreciate it. Um, well, the constitutional issue is, is just is simply this. It's called spot zoning is the colloquial term for it. But this particular community, there's eight residential zones already. So the, the community comes up with a zoning plan, comprehensive plan. Certain things go in certain places. Everybody who lives in this community has to live by those rules. Zoning itself is constitutional. So what our position is, and I think it's sort of pretty obvious looking at the map and just looking at the current zone and the current proposal, is that what this municipality is doing is they're cutting out a spot um, without the whole community in mind, and they're focusing on helping one particular developer. And they're putting in very intensive residential use in a place that's supposed to be for commercial and some light industrial activity. And, and ultimately, what happens when you start cutting out little spots and creating these little piecemeal solutions is you make the whole plan that everybody else has to live by completely obsolete and just sort of incoherent. So it's it's an island of kind of an incongruent use, and it's the municipality here, you know, what some of the cases talk about is, you know, putting on blinders and confining your vision to this one spot, but without thinking about the greater good of the entire community and where everything's supposed to go as we laid out and the rules that everybody else has to live by. And I, Chris, I would say, too, over the years of doing this, we all know, too, on the mm-hmm. the big picture, even national level of some of the things coming out of Washington, zoning is the heartbeat of the suburbs. I mean, this is where it's at. It's it very carefully planned more than any place else. Oh. So it, it's critical. Yeah. And it's it's just, you know, the old, what's good for the goose is, is good for the gander. It's If we're all going to have some rules, we have to live by. I mean, there was an argument before zoning was constitutional not that long ago that zoning itself is unconstitutional. Heck, it's my land. I can do what I want with it. And there's, there's some good arguments there. But w- what the U.S. Supreme Court found is that, well, no, zoning is constitutional because it's a health, safety, welfare issue. So that's the law of the land. So if we all have to live with zoning, then we all have to live with the plan that's already in place. And if you're going to redo the plan, and sometimes that has to happen, but it has to be very gradual, and it has to you know, take into account everybody else in the community. And here there's just no shortage of land used for residential purposes. 
Yeah. Now, the key here, I don't know if they've argued back or in their hearings. They seem to have done this very quickly. But their argument seems to be at least the back of their mind, what I can tell in the media, Chris, that they're Mm -hmm. saying we have to be more diverse. This is not a diverse community, at least economically. I don't know if they say racially or not. I know it pretty well. My wife has a friend there. I go through there a lot. Median home value, 700000 It's probably even higher now due to Correct. what's going on with inflation. So doesn't there have to be, is this like a Mount Laurel? You have to move heaven and earth to have rent of only $343, I read in the Inquirer, could happen. Well, I mean, you know, no one, no, I know my clients are, are not against diversity. They're not against a broad range of folks from different walks of life, be it, uh, be it economic, be it racial, be it whatever, in the community. I think that's all a positive thing. Um, I think my clients feel that's all a positive thing. But you, know, you can't violate the law to do that. I mean, I think that's a worthwhile goal for any community. But you, you don't just throw zoning and throw both the Pennsylvania and the United States Constitution out the window to attempt, and it's always an attempt that often doesn't work, to accomplish that objective. Yes. Now, I've just been through, and I have a friend, Wally Zimalong, who won a constitutional issue over in Springfield Township. And we thought yes. when they proposed this, and the judge said the same thing, Chris Papa, he said that, uh, she said, this is viewpoint discrimination. Clearly, why would you think you're going to win on this? I read this pretty clearly, too. I haven't seen your brief and all the stuff will go into this, mm-hmm. but I read it pretty clearly. This has to be judged on you are tearing at the underpinning of an entire community, and this is just a, an arbitrary action that you're making. And again, zoning's constitutional. I don't see yeah. how you think this will hold muster. Yeah, that that's kind of our position. Um, now, a lot of times in a spot zoning case, it, it'll it goes both ways. So sometimes you'll have say there's a residential area, and say you, uh, you know, let's let's use the old let's use unconventional drilling and fracking as an example, where you have a you have a community where you, you overlay an entire ordinance with an – I've had this case before – with an ordinance that says, well, unconventional drilling is permitted in all zones by right. But yet the person that lives in the, in the residential community, they can't do a lemonade stand. They can't do a whatever. So that's, a, that's sort of the reverse example of spot zoning. But, but it, it can work with a more intense or a less intense or a residential or a non-residential use. I think it's just pretty clear on its face – that this again, this decision to put this was all this zoning change, you know, in, in my reading of it. Again, I'm just I'm confined to the plain language of the ordinance, and I, I, we're trying not to get really to anybody's deeper intent and deeper motive. And some of them could be good, some of them could be bad. But the, the bottom line is is that this just doesn't logically make any sense with the pre-existing zoning plan as it exists. Yes, and I think that's that's the focus of our argument. It's just you can't have this plan where you have ample room for residential zones, and then just simply knock a huge chunk out of a zone where, where that's clearly not permitted. And, and the purpose is to—I mean, the, the purpose just on its face, it seems obvious—is to benefit this one particular development, this one particular developer. Um, and, and that in itself, in, in my humble opinion, doesn't pass constitutional muster. It just doesn't work. 
Uh, I'm really interested in this because, again, just like the Springfield Township, if this doesn't fly here, it sends another message to every suburban township of exactly, in a very specific case, right next to you in Montgomery County, Bucks, wherever, of what the law is in the Constitution. If it does pass, well then, my God, we're going to see uh, just mayhem out there, I would think, in many communities. And uh, I think people ought to be aware of this. That's what the stakes are here. Yeah, I think just when everyone when anyone buys a piece of property wherever wherever they are, I'm I'm in the western part of the state, so we're we're much more humble economically o- over here. But if you buy a little house here where I live, um, you put or where you live, you you put your money into a house, but you're relying upon the fact that there is a zoning ordinance that's there to protect my health, safety, welfare, quiet enjoyment of my property. And maybe I wish there wasn't one, but there is one. There is one that's in place, and I've got to live by it, and I have to make decisions based upon that. But if it can just be sort of, you know, thrown out um, because we, we as an elected body of government officials say, we really like this, we think this is a good thing, and we're just going to make it happen, you know, come hell or high water, then, you know, things start to break down real quick, and just basic rule of law things just start to break down real quick and that we're, we're just stuck with a, a, a situation where the rules apply to some folks and not to other folks. And that's just not. Exactly. Well, good luck with this. And thank you, Chris, for the initial salvo here uh, again. Hey, thank you uh, so much. Yeah. I, uh, I like your style a lot on this. I think it's uh, the type of thing that is pretty plain on this of what can happen, and you're right. And most people realize when they're making a decision, they're looking at all the factors and they're counting on rule of law to make a decision about where to live, what to spend, etc. It's got to be reliable. It can't be willy-nilly. Thank you, Chris Papa. Thank you. We'll have you back again. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.